glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God, Father. We give you honor, Lord God. We give you praise, Lord God. We come before you, Lord God, just ready, Father, to just come before your throne, Lord God, with a heart, Father, full of thanksgiving, Lord God, a heart full of praise, Father. We say, Father, that we love you. We say that we need you, Lord God. We say that we honor you, Lord God. We say, Father, that we adore you, Lord God. With those that we have here, Lord God, Father, we join, Father. We link together in spirit, Lord God. We get on one accord, Father, as we approach your throne, Lord God. We say, Father, that you are merciful, Lord God, that you are all-knowing, Lord God, that you are good in all your ways, Father. We recall, Father, your mercies, Lord God, on our life, Lord God. We don't forget, Father, your hand of protection, Lord God. We don't forget your hand, Father, that sustains us, Lord God, and keeps us, Lord God. We don't forget, Father, how good you are to us, Lord God, how mindful you are, Father, how grateful you are, Lord God, Father. You knew us, Father, before we were even a blood clot, Lord God, in our mother's womb, Father. So we thank you for being so gracious, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for being so mindful, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for showing us your truth, Father, for showing us your goodness, Lord God, for being honest with us, Lord God, for never giving up on us, Lord God. Even when we were, Father, in the middle of our sin, Lord God, you never left us, Father. You didn't forsake us, Lord God. You kept your hand on our lives, Lord God. And we thank you, Father, for being so good to us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, Father, for being so gracious to us, Lord God, that you have spared us, Father, day in and day out, Father, that you have spared, Father, this nation, Lord God, from judgment, Lord God, despite, Father, the sin, despite laws, Father, and legislations, Lord God, that have passed, Father, that, Father, did not honor your word, Father. You have kept us, Lord God, and we say thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father, that you did not, Father, judge us, Lord God, while we were in our sins, Lord God, Father. But you, Father, remain merciful unto us, Lord God. We bless your holy name, Lord God. Even when we made our beds in hell, Lord God, you were right there beside us, Father. You kept us, Lord God, and you continue to keep us, Lord God. For that we praise you, Lord God. For that we give you honor, Lord God. You are supreme, Father. You reign righteously, Lord God. Father, you are precise in all your handlings, Lord God. We thank you, Father. You are a loving and kind and forgiving and all-knowing God, Father. We bless you as the keeper of our minds, as a sustainer of our souls, as a ruler of our lives, as a guider of our footsteps, as a light that illuminates our path. We worship you, oh God. We enter in, Lord God, Father, with hearts that are ready to praise, Father. So we lift up a praise unto you, Lord God. It doesn't matter how many people are here, Lord God. We will link in the spirit, Father, and give you the praise that is rightfully due unto your name, Father. You are good, Father, in all your ways, Lord God. We've never gone a day, Father, without you beside us. We've never gone a day, Father, without your mercies, Father, over us. We've never gone a day, Father, without your protection, Lord God. Just how mindful you are, Father. We've never gone a day, Father, without you, Father, being right there with us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We bless you, Father. We acknowledge you, Lord God. 
as the keeper of our lives, Father. We give you honor, Father. We give you praise, Lord God. We worship you, Father. We glorify you, oh God. We lift up your holy name. We say that Jesus, the Christ, the Lord, is our Lord, that you are our God, that there is no other God before you, that there is no money, that there is no job. Our children are not before you, Lord God. People are not before you, Lord God. We don't have any idols, Lord God, before you, Father. And if we have any idols, Father, we tear them down, Lord God, and place you, Father, on the throne of our hearts, Father. We give you, Father, praise. We worship you, Lord God. There is no other God like you. We have to give you, Father, the right praise, Lord God. We have to enter in with the right heart, Lord God. We dare not come before you, Lord God, Father, with Father, false fire, Lord God, strange fire, Lord God. We dare not come before you, Father, with a heart of ungratefulness, Lord God. We dare not come before you without, Father, professing with our lips just how good you are, Father. We dare not come before you without opening our mouths to worship you, to worship our King, to worship the ruler and the sustainer of our lives. We dare not come before you, Lord God, without giving you, Father, what is rightfully due unto your name, Father. We dare not come before a holy king without honoring him. We dare not come before your sovereignty. We dare not stand before your righteousness, Lord God. We dare not stand before your purity, Lord God, and not give you, Father, what is due unto your name. Your name alone, Lord God, saves your name alone, Jesus, it sustains. Your name alone reconciles. Your name alone restores my mind. Your name alone makes my heart be in love. Your name alone, your name alone, Lord God. I love you, Lord God. We say that we love you. Your name alone, Father. You are so good, Father. You are so mindful. You are the keeper of our lives, Lord God. You, Father, are the breath, Lord God, of life. We call upon the name of Jesus. We say that you are good. We profess your name. We profess you as Lord. We profess, Lord God, that you are the Lord of our lives, that you are the keeper of our minds, that you are, Father, righteous. We profess, Lord God, all that is good, all that is holy, all that is righteous, all that is worthy about you, Lord God. You are worthy. There is no other God, Father, above you, Lord God. The Word of God says that the earth is your footstool, Lord God. We bless you, Lord God. The Word of God says that your train fills the temple, oh God. We bless you, Lord God. There is no other God like you, Father. We lift you up, Father. We exalt you, Father. We enter your gates with thanksgiving, Lord God. We enter your courts, Father, with praise, Lord God. We come before a righteous God. We stand before a good God. We stand before the creator of life. We stand before all, the all in all, all that is. We stand before the creator of the universe. We stand before the creator of eternity. We stand before you, Lord God. Let us recognize, Father, who we are to you, Lord God, and who you are to us. The God that you are. Let us recognize you, Father. Let that be a reality to us, Lord God, of your goodness, Father. 
of your tenderness, Lord God, of your meekness, Lord God. Let that be a reality, Lord God, of your long-suffering, of your patience, Lord God. Let it be a reality, Father, your love for us, Lord God. How much you love us, Lord God. How much you care and you tend after us, Lord God, Father. We set our hearts on one accord, Father. We set our hearts, Father, to praise you, Father, and to lift you up, Lord God, and to magnify your name and to give you all adoration, Lord God. You are that good, Father. You are good, Father. You are good, Lord God, no matter what the situation was today, Lord God. No matter what happened at work, no matter what happened, Lord God, yesterday, Father, we lay that down, Father, to give you praise to give you worship. We don't allow our situations, our circumstances to exalt itself above you, Lord God. We lay down our flesh, Lord God. We lay down, Father, all fleshly nature, Lord God, so that we can truly worship you, Father, in spirit and truth, Lord God. Let the fruit of our lips, Father, be pleasing to you, Lord God. The word says, Father, because, Lord God, your loving kindness is better than life. I will praise you. Your loving kindness is better than life itself. There's nothing on this earth that can ever bring me pleasure. There's nothing on this earth that can ever fill any type of void or fill any hole, Lord God. There's nothing on this earth, Lord God, that's in your place, Lord God. So we lay down, Lord God, all idols. We lay down, Lord God, all strongholds, Father, so that we can worship you, Father, in spirit and truth, so that we, Father, can give you, Father, the honor that is due to your name, so that we, Father, can intercede on behalf of the nations, so that we, Father, can make way, Lord God, for the word of God, so that it can promote change, Lord God, in the lives of the body, Father. We don't bring in, Lord God, ourselves, Lord God. We don't bring in, Lord God, any strongholds, Father. False, false thinking patterns, Lord God. Delusional thinking patterns, Lord God. There's no room for depression. There's no room for anxiety. There's no room for hopelessness. There's no room for inconsistency. There's no room for complacency. There's no room. There's no room for sin. We stand before a holy God. We stand before a righteous God. There's no room for self. There's no room for self-idolatry. There's no room for self-worship. There's no room for your situation. There's no room for it. Make room for God. Let Holy Spirit move freely. There's no room for any stronghold. Any false way of thinking, there's no room. God has to move. Holy Spirit has to move. We make way, Lord God. We don't move, Lord God, from this place. We make way for you. We're not going to give up, Lord God. We make way, Father, for your presence, Lord God. For your move, Lord God. So that you can move freely, Lord God. Through the man of God as he brings the word. There can be no hindrances. There can be no miscommunication. There can be no foothold for the enemy to disrupt the atmosphere. We set this atmosphere properly. 
Jesus Christ over this atmosphere. There shall be no room for darkness. There shall be no room for life situations. There's only room for God. There's only room for Jesus Christ, the Messiah. There's only room for the Holy Spirit. There's only room for the full Godhead. Let it be known that there's only room for the full Godhead. We lay it down. We lay that thing down. Whatever that thing is, whatever that struggle is, we lay it down. Lay it down tonight. We repent, Father. We repent, Lord God. We repent, Father, for thinking that anything was above you. We repent, Lord God. Lord God, we repent. Forgive us, Father, for we not know what we do. We give you the reverence that's rightfully due to your name, Lord God. This atmosphere has to be right for the word. The word is coming. The word is coming forth. Are we excited to hear the word of God? We could have been murdered on our way here. We could have been persecuted for simply saying that we believe in Messiah. Our place of businesses, our school, they could have been bombed today, shot up, straight bullet could have killed us. We could have been mugged. We could have been murdered today. Some of us could have been raped today, but all the mercies of God, all the hand of God, some of our children could have been snatched up today in a human trafficking. Oh, but the mercies are the grace of God. We come before you, Lord God, and give you reverence that is rightfully due unto your name, Lord God. We could have had an aneurysm today, Lord God. The dizziness that I was experiencing today could have been, Father, an aneurysm. I could have fainted and never were walking, Lord God. But the mercies of God, things that we take for granted, our bodies being tired, pain in our leg, it could have been a blood clot that took us out, Lord God. Pain in our shoulder could have been a heart attack, but the mercies of God, the hand of God, the enemy seeks to kill, steal, and destroy. Oh, but the mercies of God. You could have died in your way of thinking, killed yourself because of suicidal ideation, but the mercies of God. Oh, how he saves and delivers, and we come and not praise him. Oh, he is worthy. The mercies of God. So much could have taken us out today, but the mercies of God. A flat tire rolled off the highway dead, but the mercies of God. Walked out of our doors, could have tripped over our feet, banged our head dead, but the mercies of God. Something simple, but the mercies of God. The goodness of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Christians are being persecuted, beheaded, cut wide open, snatched from their homes, shot to death in the face of family members, drowned But the mercies of God. They didn't deny him in the last hour. The mercies of God. We have to remember the mercies of God that's on our lives. There should never be a day where we come into the house of God and not able to freely give him praise and honor and adoration. Just mere respect for our God. Buddha couldn't deliver you. Harry Krishna couldn't deliver us. Allah couldn't deliver us. 
it was Jehovah. It was Yahweh who created this marvelous plan to send his son in the flesh. The word came in the flesh to snatch us out of sin and damnation. To give us hope in this dying and dark time. The mercies of God. And then he died and left his sweet Holy Spirit. The paraclete. The Ruach HaKadosh. The mercies of God. His simple plan. Just so intricate. The mercies of God. We could have died, Lord God. Could have died, Father. But your mercies, your goodness. Think about your children. Think about your love. Think about your life. All that you put in before him. All that could have took you out. But you're here. You're alive. You're at the house of God. The mercies of God. You're able to worship the living, the true, the supreme God. Openly without persecution. The mercies and goodness of our Lord and Savior. We give you honor, Lord God. We give you praise, Lord God. We give you honor, Lord God. The mercies of God. Your goodness, Lord God. How good you are, Father. We just don't even know just how good you are. We took Some of us took a nap today. The mercies of God, we could have died in our sleep. The mercies of God, food that we've eaten could have been poisoned, dead. The mercies of God. We thank you, God. We bless you, Father. We don't dare come in your presence. We don't dare enter your supreme, Father, presence without giving you proper adoration, Lord God. We bless you, Lord God. We make way for the word. We make way for truth. Because you have to move, Lord God. You have to move so that many can be saved, Lord God. Our lives have to change. Our mindset has to change about our God. He has to be our reality, our all in all. He has to be our everything. No man, no woman can make us feel the way that our Lord can. No man, no woman can make you feel complete. It's only the Lord God, Jesus Christ. No job can make you feel complete. No amount of money could ever make you feel complete. No amount of sex, no amount of alcohol, no amount of drugs. No thing on this earth can ever make us feel complete. It's the things of eternity. It's what's eternal and doesn't rust and doesn't fade away. So we give reverence to our God and make way for the Holy Word, Lord God. We bless you, Father. We lift you up, Lord God. We exalt you, Lord God. Can we lift up a praise to our God? If this was our last time, a hallelujah from the deep parts of ourselves and really mean it. We make way for the word of God. We give honor to our God. 
this truly could be our last time. We can truly take our last breath. Death can come in the blinking of an eye. All is vanity. That's what the word of God says. Truly all is vanity, Lord God. Praise him while you still have a chance. Because he is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. Glory to the name of God. of this house, Lord God. The sanctification of your saints today, Father. We thank you right now, Lord God, that you war for them, Father. We thank you right now, Lord God, that you set them in a right spirit, Father. We thank you right now that their thoughts are restored, Lord God, and that their hearts are set on you today, Father. We thank you right now, Lord God, that they are not left confused today, Father. That they are not in spiritual darkness today, Lord God. That they are awake and alert in the things of God. That they know the path to take, Father. That you are all righteous and all knowing, Father. That they have the wisdom of God trapped inside of them today, Father. So show them how to access your wisdom today, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, there's no veil, Lord God. No flesh that dwells, Lord God. They can keep them out of your presence today, Father. So we bless you for your precious presence today, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, that our worship will ascend to you today, Father. That there's nothing cloaking it today, Father. There's no disconnect today, Father. We tear down every veil, every disconnection in the spirit today, Father. We thank you right now, Lord God, that they have hearts to worship you, Father. That they have hearts willing to please you, Lord God. That they are set their attentions on worshiping today, Father. So we bless you in this place, Lord God. We thank you right now, Holy Spirit, that you have full rule to rule and reign, Father. Move how you want to move, Lord God. Tear down what you need to pluck up, Father. Worship your God today, people. We thank you right now, Holy Spirit, that you flow, Lord God. That you flow through the psalmist. 
that you flow through the prayer, that you flow through the teaching, Lord God, that you rebuild, Father. We thank you for divine healing in the hearts of man today, Lord God. We thank you for healing in every relationship, Father. We thank you for restoration in our marriages, Lord God. We thank you for the blood as it's being appropriated over our nation today, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, for spiritual strength, Lord God, to stay in this race today, Father. So we thank you, Lord God, that you fight with us, Father. You fight on our behalf, Lord God, that this is a war that we have already won, Father. So we stand in ability to rejoice and yet rejoice again, Lord God. So let your praise arise. We thank you right now, Father, that we are not a defeated people, Lord God, but that we triumph, Father, in every situation, every circumstance, Lord God. We, Lord God, know that who we are in you, Father, is undefeated. We're victorious in this race. We're victorious in this fight. We answer the call, Lord God. We answer the call for this nation. We answer the call for the lost. We answer the call for our children. We answer the call for our political system. We answer the call for the babes. We answer the call for those who are lost. We answer the call for those who are blind. We answer the call, Lord God, for those who feel depressed and oppressed, Father. We answer the call, Lord God. We send a praise, Lord God, to help those, Father, who are depressed and defeated in their thoughts, depressed and defeated in their minds today, Father. We thank you right now, Lord God, that this prayer, Father, is all-powerful, almighty, that you hear the cry of your people, Lord God, that there's no respect or person, Father. So as each and every person prays, Lord God, we ask that in a sense that you receive it, Lord God. We ask that you answer mightily and quickly, Lord God. We ask right now, Father, that for the atmosphere to be conducive, for the word of God to come forth, the word that will save a soul, the world that will change a family, the world that will lay a foundation for a nation, the word, Lord God, that will cause love to arise, the word that will defeat the enemy, Lord God, the word that will tear down division, the world that will get rid of rebellion, Lord God. We ask right now, Holy Spirit, to prepare the way for the word, prepare the way for the man of God who carries the word, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, that it'll be delivered with all power and truth, Father, that it'll be defying the enemy's camp, Lord God, that it will blow up the plans that he has for us, Lord God. We thank you right now, Lord God, there'll be nothing left cloaked, Lord God, that everything done in darkness is unveiled, Lord God, that light shall shine in every corner today, Father, that your people, Lord God, shall be free, that every chain shall be broken, that every heart mended, Lord God, every relationship healed, Father. We thank you for restoration in this house, Lord God. Sanctification, Father. We thank you right now that we are our brother's keeper, that you will begin to cover the person next to you, cover the person behind you, cover the family member that's lost, cover those who are sick, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, for the power and ability to maintain our relationship with Jesus Christ. We thank you right now that you keep us in a proper mind, Lord God, that it's only by your blood that we are able, Lord God, to sustain the reality of our salvation, Father. So pour out the reality of our salvation, that we are not doomed to hell, but that we shall rise with you, Lord God. We shall be seated with you, Father, that this is not our end or our resting place. This world is not our reality, Father, but that we are of the Spirit, Lord God. We are not in this flesh. We are the Spirit of God. We bless you right now, Lord God, that that is our reality, that we are spirit. We are speaking spirits, Lord God, that we have dominion.
dominion that we take dominion Lord God we bless you right now Father for that being our reality that everything we say and speak we can have and we shall have and we shall take dominion Lord God that we are not defeated that we're not weak we're not in poverty we're not bed stricken we're not stricken with illness but that we shall rise we have power we thank you right now Lord God for the salvation of the lost for the salvation of our lost family members today Father we thank you right now Lord God that there's a perpetual prayer Father for those connected to each and every person in this house who has not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior so we bless you for their lives Lord God we thank you right now that you'll send the man and woman of God who has salvation in their lips to them right now. In the name of Jesus, appropriate the blood over their pillow, Lord God. Saturate their car, Lord God. Saturate the keyboard in their workplace, Father. Saturate, Lord God, the food that they consume right now. In the name of Jesus. We thank you right now, Lord God, for all those who claim to be terminally ill, Lord God. We ask right now, Father, that you strengthen, Lord God, Strengthen them in their hearts, Father, so they can believe that they're already saved, Lord God. So we call for their healing to manifest right now in the name of Jesus. Touch their hearts, Lord God. Touch the physician, Father. Strengthen them in their ligaments, Lord God. Strengthen them in their muscles, the joints, Father. We call you right now, Father. Breathe over them afresh, Lord God. Breathe over them afresh, Lord God. Make contact with their spirit, Father. Make contact with their spirit, Lord God. Have them believe that you are a healer, that you are a redeemer, that you are a restorer, that you are all-powerful, that you're undefeated, that you're undefeated, that you're a man you cannot lie. You're not like man, you cannot lie. So we call on you, Father. We call on you, Lord God. We say that we trust you today, Father. We say that we believe you, Lord God. We say that we've gathered under your name to see your will done in the earth, Lord God. So we make way and make room for you to move, Lord. We make way and make room for you to move today, Father. Hallelujah, we thank you right now for setting your people in a proper spirit, Lord God, for the resurrection of their spirit today, Lord God, that their spirit man has ascendancy, Lord God, that they're no longer slave to their flesh, Lord God. They're no longer bound in their thinking today, Father. But we praise you, Lord God, for you have already set us free, Lord God. That salvation has come, Lord God. That the healing is here, Father. That redemption for the lost is here and available. So we thank you right now, Father. That we don't wait on another moment, Lord God, to give you praise. We'll glorify you right now, Father. We'll praise you right now, Lord God. We magnify you in this place, Father. We'll thank you right now, Lord God. We'll glorify your name. Glory to God. We'll glorify your name, Father. We'll glorify your name. We'll take your name to the nation. That you are true. That you are the only way. That you are the light. That you are the salt this season. That you are the healer. We seek you first, Lord God. We seek you first, Father. We seek you first in everything. We seek you first, Lord God. We'll say, have your way, Father. Have your way, Lord God. 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 Have your way, Father. Have your way in this nation. Have your way in the marriages. Have your way in our school system. Have 
have your way across this country. Have your way in the White House. Have your way in this house. Have your way in this vessel. Have your way in our pastor. Have your way in the sermons. Have your way in the drummer. Have your way in the piano. Have your way in the pastors across the nation. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way in the hospital. Have your way in the gyms. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way in every vessel in this house. Have your way, Father. Have your way. Have your way. We love you, Lord. We say that you're worthy, Lord God. That we've come to gather under your name. We come to learn to be like you, Father. We come to proclaim your ways to the Lord. We love you, Lord God. We bless you in this place, Father. We'll learn to sustain our praise, Lord God. We'll learn to transform these lives so we look just like you. We'll learn the truth of the word. We'll learn how to evangelize. We'll learn how to set souls free, Lord God. We'll learn, Lord God, how to be dedicated. We'll learn, Lord God, how to be leaders in this earth. Have your way, Father. Have your way. Have us not deceived, Lord God. Protect these hearts. Protect these minds, Lord God. Turn us not astray, Lord God. We thank you that we're not reprobate, Father, but that you've given us another chance, Lord God, to gain wisdom, to love you more deeper, Lord God, to satisfy you, Lord God, in this life. So we seek to satisfy you, Lord. Satisfy you, Lord. We satisfy you in everything we do, everything we put our hands to, every place we travel, everyone we come in contact with. We seek to only satisfy you. So season these lips, Lord God. Purify the tongues, Lord God. Purify our motives, Lord God. Purify our hearts, Father. Purify our connections, Lord God. Purify the walk we take, Lord God. Purify the way we travel, Lord God. Purify where we sleep, Lord God. Purify where we eat, Lord God. Purify us in these minds, Lord God. Purify our relationships, Father. We seek to please you, Lord God. Purify the hearts, Lord God. Purify the sanctuary, Lord. Purify the altar, Lord God. Purify the way we think. Purify the way we hear. Purify what we read. Purify us, Lord God. Purify us, Lord God. Purify us, Lord God. We bless you, Lord. We ask that you keep us, Father. That we be satisfying to you, Lord God. That you'll purify this temple, Father. That you'll wash and cleanse us afresh, Lord God. Wash and cleanse us afresh. Wash and cleanse us afresh. With hands raised and open mouth, we ask for you to purify this house. Purify these temples, Lord God. Purify the way we think. Purify, Lord God. Purify us. Purify us. Purify us. Purify us. Purify us. Sanctify your vessels, Father. Sanctify your vessels, Lord. Sanctify your vessels, Lord God. Sanctify your vessels, Lord God. Sanctify these thoughts, Lord. Sanctify our hearts, Lord God. Purify this house, Lord God. Keep us pristine. Always ready for your use, Lord. Let us always be ready for a good work, for a good use. 
have us always ready, Lord God. Always on guard. Always ready to pray. Always ready to serve. Always ready to die to self. Always ready to give. Always ready to work in the kingdom. Have us always ready. Always ready to crucify this flesh. Have us be ready, Lord. Have us be ready. Have us be on guard for every attack. Have us be on guard, Lord God. Have us be on guard to serve you more. Have us be on guard to give up more. Have us ready, Lord God. Have us ready, Father. Silence the adversary and all his whispers and all his tricks, all his schemes, Father. Purify the ears of your believers, Lord. Have them hear only your voice, Lord God. We thank you right now, Father, that learn the difference, Father, between the adversary and your precious Holy Spirit. Let there be no confusion of who is speaking, Father. We come against confusion right now in the name of Jesus. Purify the ears, Lord God. Distinguish the voice, Lord God. Bless your people's ears, Lord God. Bless their ears and their hearing, Father. Open up their ears, Lord God. Open the people's ears, Father. Have them in tune with the move of Holy Spirit. Have them hear and discern and understand truth, Lord God. We bless you, Lord. Oh, we bless you, Lord God. We thank you for the opportunity to enter in to your precious presence, Lord God. We thank you right now for the opportunity to pray, to seek your face, to fall humbly before you, Father, and to plead, Lord God, for your mercy, your forgiveness, Lord God, for your presence, for your word, for truth to come, for life, for salvation, for salvation to ring, for salvation to ring, for the call to freedom to be heard. We bless you, Lord God. We bless you, Lord God. We bless you, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, Father. We bless you, Lord God. Come on, y'all know the war cry. You know the battle cry. Come on, open your mouth. This is how the walls are demolished. When you open your mouth, Hey, come on. Hey, some of you need some things broken, torn off of you. Let loose, set free. Come on. You said, shout unto God. That's how you get your victory. Hey, when you praise him, he intervenes on your behalf. He comes in and does what only God can do. Ooh. All you got to do is open your mouth. be afraid don't be fearful shout it says unto God with the voice of triumph victory to God Almighty hey my God Woo, some of you gonna need that shout for tomorrow some of you gonna need it for next week some of you gonna need it for next month some of you gonna need it for next year you don't have to wait hey glory to God he said, lift them up. He said, if you lift them up, he said, he'll draw all men unto him. If you would just lift them up. Woo! Glory to God. Hey, hey. my goodness. Woo! We win. Sydney, we win. My God. 
<laughs> it wins over sickness. It wins over death. The grave. It wins. My God. Woo. You can't even die when you're with God. My God. You can't even die. time that's when you should be yelling that's when you should be praising when that flesh is tired and it don't want to do it command it Do you know him? Do you know your God? 
know your God, you're going to praise him because you know it's over. My God, whatever you're in, it's over. My God is on it. Ooh, on the sea. He's on the sea. He's on the sea. My God. Woo! <laughs> Woo! My God. That's it right over here. All right, all right. That's it over here, Frida. That's it. That's it, Frida. That's all you need right there. That's it. That's it, David. That's what you need right there. Shout for your future. Because the enemy coming for your future. Shout for your future. Don't let him do it. something in this atmosphere he said make your petition known I'm gonna make mine known mine's for his end time harvest for souls my soul mine's is for souls glory to God Woo! my goodness prepare them my God Generational shout, my goodness. Woo! My God, you need to shout for your daughter, Abby. She's going to be a mother one day. She's going to have seeds. She's going to have some children. My God, and we're going to be gone. But that shout you gave tonight, my God, going to birth something in her. Woo! My God. Woo! Can you imagine what she going to be up against in that time? warfare that's going to surround her. Jesus, my God. Woo! My God. Train her in the way that she should go. My God. Hey! message for you tonight. It's going to go right along with your shout. My God. Ooh. My God. I've been before God. He's going to talk to us tonight.
My goodness. He's, he so is. And you're not wasting your time. Because when you're in the spirit, there is no time. I want to do the will of my father. ready tonight. That's what I'm like. All right. Glory. Woo. Make it easy for the word to come forth now. Don't slide right on in there. Woo. My God. <laughs> oh my goodness. Y'all may be seated on the right hand of the Father in the heavenly places. My God. Woo! Glory to God. Maranatha, Maranatha, my God, he surely to come. Come, Lord, come, Lord, quickly, my God. Woo! Coming. I'm going to make sure we all on that chariot. Not leave one of you behind. My goodness. Woo! We are up against some opposition. doesn't matter when you know you win. <laughs> Testing of your faith. Think not. See, I told you if you wouldn't think, you would see the glory of God. Don't think. Be steadfast. Glory to God. Is this my? Yeah, it is. There you go. I'm going to cut it off. Unless you won't shout, you know. Whew. Everybody doing? Oh, my. Intercessory prayer. Woo. <laughs> Who on the tag? Now, I'm just hoping it ain't an attack against each other. Amen. No friendly fire. No friendly fire. Oh, we got to get down to business tonight. Got a lot of ground to cover. Can we go just a little deep? Y'all sure? All right, the teacher be like, nah, they're not ready. She going she gonna, she gonna to say it. Oh, man. Mm. And you know it's going to be deep. We're going to start off in Revelation. Let's go, let's go. Mm. Man, so I'm talking to God about some things. And, 
I'm, I'm always trying to know what's on his mind. You know, I don't just walk and get, hey, God, what's going on? What would you have for me to say? What do they need? What understanding are you trying to bring forth? Help me to articulate so they can hear. Open their ears, Father. Flood their spirits with love. You know, I want to, that's how you hear. Yeah, I love you. I do. I really do. Man. You ever notice that sometimes? When somebody, you tell them they love you, they, they, they act like they didn't hear you. Or they just keep talking. Or, or they do that famous one, and, and me too. Me too what? You love you? <laughs> me too. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> keep going, that's it. Me and me too. How come it's so hard to say, I love you? What is that, y'all? They like, it's inferred. No, no, no. And then you ain't couldn't say it to me now. Don't come to my grave talking about something. I love you. How you doing? First of all, I ain't there. I'm there. Amen. All right, people. Woo, guys, we got a lot of ground to cover. Just in the body of Christ, <laughs> period. I want to get y'all being able to defend your faith. Y'all got to know how to defend your faith. First, you need to know why you believe what you believe. And you need to be able to explain it to a six-year-old so they can understand. <laughs> okay. Um, minister. Let me see here. Uh, Y'all ready tonight? I can... <laughs> it ain't no Kundalini either. Feeling good. Man, y'all, I mean, man, this feel good in here. Feel good. Yeah. I don't like feeling heavy. All right. Okay. Minister, let's talk about the church at Pergamum. Just for a second. Go to Revelation 2. All right. Just want you two twelve amplified. Talk about a few things. Revelation chapter two mm. at verse twelve. Then to the angel, the messenger of the assembly. Oh, the messenger in this instance is the pastor there. Oh, can it be God? I mean, can it be an angel? Oh, what is it? A messenger is a an angel is a messenger. Okay, this is what happened, just letting you know. I got you. All right, so it is. Go ahead. To the angel, the messenger of the assembly, the church in Pergamum, write, These are the words of him who has and wields the sharp two-edged sword. I know where you live, a place where Satan sits enthroned. Yet you are clinging to and holding fast my name. And you did not deny my faith, even in the days of Antipas, my witness, my faithful one, who was killed, martyred, 
in your midst where Satan dwells. Okay, stop. This is the church of Pergamum. Pergamum means tower or castle. Okay? And I said that is the angel that he was addressing, the pastor. Keep in mind that this is Christ himself speaking. Okay? All right. Amen, Elder. He's examining and proving that which is the testimony of his life on earth. Y'all hear me? I said, this is Jesus speaking. He's examining and proving that which is the testimony of his life on the earth through his people. Y'all follow me? Okay. So you stopped at verse 14, right? Stopped at 14? 13, okay. I'm so used to it there. Okay, so we stopped at 13. All right. So here's a church that was situated in a place so dark that Jesus himself described it as the location of where Satan could rightly claim his throne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Listen to this. This is a place that he himself, listen, he described it, Jesus described it as the location where Satan could rightly claim his throne and rulership. This church was in a dark, dark place. Mm. Jesus does not say something just for dramatic effect. He doesn't do that. He says, Pergamos, you've been planted in this place where Satan's throne is. This is what he's saying to them. Can you imagine this? All right, go to 1 John. You won't come back. I just want to see something. Go to 1 John 2.16, Amplified. First John chapter 2 and verse 16. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, mm-hmm. the craving for sensual gratification, and the lust of the eyes, the greedy longings of the mind, and the pride of life, assurance in one's own resources, or in the stability of earthly things. These do not come from the Father, but are from the world itself. Mm. Okay. He's telling us in this location is both, it is both represented and offered all that is fallen in this world. Out to those who love it. This is what he's talking about. This is where Satan's rule and where and where <laughs> this is where he offers to the world everything. Right here. Where his church is. 
He's offering everything of the world right there at Pergamos. Okay, hold on. Okay. Wait a minute. We won't build it. All right. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. This is the world. Jesus said this is not of the Father, but it is of the world. And this is where the church was. You might say, this is where Walker Ministry is. Let's examine. Okay. This is Walker Ministry today. Just look at what's around us. Let's just look at what's around us. Yeah? What was downstairs? So we, what was right underneath your feet? What was there? This is where they had human trafficking. This is where illicit, right in front of the church. What's happening over here? It's placed right. I hope y'all are tracking. Then you have over here, you have businesses. The world. <laughs> Whatever. Then you have cross the street. Pergamos. Y'all going to see it as I unfold it, okay? I mean, it's prostitution. It was human trafficking. Because you didn't see what we see sometimes while we were here. Van load of women. Y'all, who's seen it? See, you got some people seeing this stuff. Right? Here was. Okay. All right. All right. Mm -mm -mm. We used to have, we used to be on the corner of uh, church where our ministry was at and Miss West on the side. Guess what? Miss West still there. Y'all know who Miss West is, don't you? Okay. <laughs> right there on the boulevard, Newtown Road. Virginia Beach Boulevard, right there. Right across 7 Eleven. All right. The furniture still now. She's still there. Been there. Okay. All right. Just watch it. Just watch it. Y'all going to find some things, though. Okay. Y'all watch this. Read 13. One more time. Hey, look at that. Read 13. First John chapter 2 at verse 13. No, 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 no. No, no. Uh, Revelation, sorry. Go back to Revelation. 2, 13. It so reads, 
I know where you live, a place where Satan sits enthroned. Mm -hmm. Yet you are clinging to mm. and holding fast my name. And you did not deny my faith, even in the days of Antipas, mm. my witness, my faithful one, who was killed, martyred in your midst, where Satan dwells. All right. So, again, through everything that this church endured, they still lifted up the name of Jesus. Maybe you don't realize that where they were again. I'm trying to say he was, they were at the throne, threshold of Satan's throne. Okay, maybe you don't know your enemy. Hold on. After all they've been through, why is that there? They had not forsaken his name like so many churches have done today. He's now the little G. So they can't get, he's the little G now. He's not the big G. He's the little G now. Because big G, I won't get a huge crowd. Little G, I can get a huge crowd. Little G. Okay, I'm trying to tell you. Look around, look around. All right. Now watch this. In this church at Pergamum, with all that activity, all the whirliness that was going on, they still, they still held, listen, his name up. Y'all, I'm going to get y'all They still held his name up. They still believed that he was the way, the truth, and the life. Right at the threshold, the throne of Satan. Okay, y'all watch. All right, okay. Okay. They still held his word. They still held his claims. They still held, listen, what he did on the cross. They didn't remove, listen, the blood from their songs and his power. They didn't blend and water down the gospel. Mm -mm. And their sermons, uh, listen, and their sermons. They, they didn't make them so they were digestible. Mm-hmm. Just to get the masses to come in. I hope y'all are looking. Mm. They, they didn't water down, make it, you know, palatable so you can actually digest the word of God. Mm. Just milk. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have teeth to drink milk. Mm. They wanted to, they, they didn't. Compromise to feel, you know, or to feel the place where they assembled at. They held up the rightful and lawful claims of Jesus to every life that claims to belong to him. Y'all know what that means. Okay. They were accountable. They made themselves accountable. 
to what they say they believe. Like we do. Hmm? Okay. They, they held you to be accountable to what you said you were. You said you were a believer. Well, I'm going to hold you to that. Okay. This is what they did. Y'all it's, it's, just wait. Hold on. <laughs> they held fast to the name of Jesus. And then he said, in that one scripture, he said, you did not deny my faith. He said they did not deny his faith. Not yours, his. Okay. Hold on. You didn't deny my faith. This means that the church held to its mission. Believing by faith that this mission could still be accomplished. All right. Even though they had faced opposition. Now, even though someone named Antipas, whom they love, why is this there? Antipas is the root of it is pater, where you get father. Okay. He probably was the very, he was probably very instrumental in the formation of this church. In laying down its foundation. But he was killed. While still amongst them. He didn't die a natural death. He was killed. During this season of this church. Obviously it was something. That was very fresh on everyone's mind. And brought a measure of sorrow. At the very thought of it. You see that in the society today. Watch this. Obviously, what the people might have said, listen, that's because what happened to Antipas. It, they were probably thinking, man, Antipas is dead now. It don't seem that this church can go on. He was that instrumental that he's mentioned here. Y'all got to understand this Jesus talking. All right, God, God, wait a minute. They were saying, I don't think we can go forward now with this mission. Because this man Antipas was our strength. He was our motivation behind this church. Mm. But they did not. Listen, but they did. What they did was, if you read it, they persevered. Amen. You know what persevere means? Persevere means to continue in a cause of action, even in the face of difficulty, with little or no, listen, prospect of success. Hopeless. But we still endured. Don't look like nothing's going to happen, but we still endured. I'm sure that's what Antipas will want them to do. He obviously built up a strong leadership. This church was in the bosom of Satan. 
y'all, we don't get this thing. Okay, all right. It was the throne. Jesus himself said it was at the throne of Satan. Mm. Jesus said that, and he don't make up nothing. He's not trying to sensationalize this or anything. He's telling you the truth. Oh, man, hold on. Hold on, hold on. All right, y'all said we can go deeper a little bit. Y'all said I can do it, right? All right, we can do that. This church held on to the name of Jesus, Yeshua. They did not deny his faith. Their mission was to be a testimony of his power and his love. Oh, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This church, hold on. It was supposed to be a testimony of his power and his love. And the reality of God, right where Satan's throne was. Imagine the reality. This is what I mean, y'all. They held on to his faith. In the worst possible place. Okay, hold on. Mm-mm. Right there where Satan's throne was. That was their mission. God, that was their mission. They had not caved in to the world systems. They didn't cave in to Christmas. They didn't cave into Valentine's Day. They didn't cave in to Halloween. They held fast to his faith. See, y'all don't understand, so y'all watch this. Hold on. They held fast to his faith. His faith. They refused to bend or bow, listen, their knees to the world around them. Can you actually understand the mockery when they were going up into the synagogue? Can you actually understand what was happening? And they held fast. They had not turned away because I'm seeming, listen, uh, defeat. Hold on. They didn't turn away from a seemingly defeat. You know, time, you know, after time, you could have that. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. But they pressed through these times of fear and disappointment. But they were still, Mario, they were still focused on Christ. See? Mm-mm, mm-mm. They were still focused on Christ and their mission. Mm-hmm. Even in these difficult places that they were in, it must have seen in the natural that this church was unstoppable. They were at the foot throne of Satan. It seemed like they were unstoppable, didn't it? That's what it would seem like, right? They would have to be. Okay. All right. Hold on. It seemed like they were unstoppable. People who visit this church must have felt this could, you know, this, this, could, this thing could endure. How could it endure any storm? How could it do it? it that, that it had to face, you know, any storm. How did they do it? 
If a church exists in a place like that, what could possibly bring down? What could possibly weaken to the point where its testimony would be lost? Oh, this ministry has a testimony. This powerful church, what could bring it down? What could weaken it? To steal this testimony. Oh, y'all ain't ready. Okay, hold on. What could bring it down? What could make it lose its testimony? And if you study it out, a lot of these, you know, things that they were, that had said about the church, and they were powerful. They were. It was true. It would have to be, Right? It did have great strength. It did have a history. It held to the name of Christ. It had a mission. And it was still on. He was still on. It was still on his mission. And still believed in Christ. In the crisis. It was still going to accomplish. It's a mission. Just think. A few people had forgotten that they were in the place where Satan's throne was. Watch this. It can happen. The church can lose its guard. The church can become real casual. Mm-mm. This is why I teach the way I teach. Because you'll go to sleep real quick. And we'll, we'll get caught off guard. Okay. Mm. People get too casual. And people can do just like Adam and Eve did. Watch this. The way, they, the way, they, the way things were was the way... They thought they were going to always be. God's going to come down at this appointed time, and he's going to meet with us in the garden, and we're going to talk just like we always do. It's going to be just like that. He's coming. That's him. You can hear him coming. They got casual. Mm-hmm. Go to Genesis 3.1. Amplify Genesis 3 1. I know you know it, but let's hear it again. Genesis chapter 3 at verse 1. Mm-hmm. Now the serpent was more subtle and crafty than any living creature of the field which the Lord God had made. And he, Satan, said to the woman, Can it really be? That God has said, you shall not eat from every tree of the garden? Mm-hmm. Stop right there. This scripture tells us that the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, correct? Remember 
Pergamos was in the place where Satan's throne is. We expect the devil to make himself obvious. Yeah, we do. We expect him to make him, himself obvious and recognizable. Yeah, you do. That's why you keep you fussing with your, your brother, your sister, your husband, wife, because you think it just comes, you know, obvious. You just didn't pick up behind yourself or you just didn't do this. Okay, hold on. Okay. Listen to this. Remember Pergamus, right? This is the place where Satan, yeah, where his throne was, right? Told you that. Don't make it obvious. Listen, a serpent. Hmm. Moves. Subtle. Right? And quietly. Even hidden. As he came into the garden. Secretly. Silently. Just think about that. He came into the place where God had planted a human, listen, testimony of God's glory. He came into a place that God designed for his glory. A testimony of his glory. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's right. Still got in. Mm. Just think about that. Satan didn't come in ruin in the garden of God. He came in like a serpent. That's why his nature is described as the nature of a serpent. He comes in, wrapped himself around the minds and the hearts of Adam and Eve. Mm -mm. And then he began to whisper, listen, to their flesh. He began to whisper to their flesh. He began to whisper to their flesh. This is what Satan said to the first testimony of God's glory. This is what he said. So, do it real quick. Go to three. No, no, stay right there. Now go to the next, next two. Go ahead. I'll tell you when to stop. Verse two. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit from the trees of the garden. Accept the fruit from the tree which is in the middle of the garden. Mm-hmm. God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Mm -hmm. But the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing the difference between good and evil, and blessing and calamity. All right, all right, okay. Watch this. Do a, right there. Do a quick jump. 
to John 8, 44. Mm-hmm. John chapter 8, verse 44. You are of your father, the devil, and it is your will to practice the lusts and gratify the desires which are characteristic of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a falsehood, he speaks what is natural to him, for he is a liar himself and the father of lies and of all that is false. So Satan has a language. His language name is lie. Not Spanish, not Portuguese, not Arabic. His language is called a lie. That's his language. Hold on. Hold on. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Let me show y'all something here. So God has a language. God has a language. God has a language called truth. And, and it says right here, when he speaks falsehood, he speaks what is natural to him. And it says that the truth is not in him. He, can't, he can never speak truth. He can never speak truth. Yeah, but this is where your flesh come in at. Because he speaks to your flesh. Not the truth. He cannot speak the truth. So the deeds that you do, the things that you do in your flesh. Unforgiveness. Hate your brother and sister. Fornication. All these type of things. That is the voice. That's the language. Of the enemy. That's why you got to take a account of the deeds done in your flesh. He cannot speak. God cannot speak a lie. He can only speak the truth. So if he said that you can do this thing, you can. Because he only speaks the truth he cannot speak a lie oh this has changed your whole paradigm about when you believe God now it said there's no variance no darkness in him he can't speak a lie so if he said you heal then you heal he cannot speak a lie if he said you delivered then you delivered he cannot speak a lie. He can only speak truth. And Satan can only speak a lie. That's his language. Oh my God. You got to settle some things. If you say you're a believer. You need to know what God said. He said that you are Born again. 
He said, the old man is dead. He said, all things now are made new. He cannot lie. Peter, come on. He walked on the word. He cannot lie. Lazarus, come up. Wake up. Come here. He cannot lie. See, this is, this is something, like, something that we need to settle if you're going to move on from here. God can only speak the truth. He cannot speak a lie. Don't tell me you can't forgive. Because God said you could. Don't tell me I can't live saved. God said I can. Oh, man. He can only speak truth. Satan's language is a lie. Every word. He's the source. That He's the father means source. He, this is where it emanates from. And God is nowhere in him. So he can't speak the truth. Every word that he says is a lie. Okay. Mm. Okay. Verse 5. Go back to Genesis 3, 5. I'm going to show you all something. Mm, mm, mm. That's a change your life right there. Billy, that's a change your life right there. My Genesis goodness. chapter 3 at verse 5. Read it again. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, mm. knowing the difference between good and evil, and blessing mm. and calamity. Okay. This is what God was telling me today. He said that you will be like God. This is what he told them. What did happen? Satan told them that you would be like God. Ain't that right? For he knows in the day that you eat of this, your eyes will be open and you will be like God. Knowing the difference between good, evil, blessing, and calamity. He said, you will be like God, right? Mm. Just like God. What did he do right there? You know what he did? He just put his image on their image. Oh, you will be like God. Hold on. He just superimposed his image on their image. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Satan, watch this. Satan knew that man was already created in the image of God. 
which is, listen, which is perfect fellowship. Oh, I know, I know, I know you don't get it. Which is perfect fellowship. Satan lost that image, the ability to have perfect fellowship and communion with God. Mm -mm -mm. He knew. That's what Adam and Eve lost. They lost fellowship. Now, it's a substitute relationship. Well, y'all see how powerful your words are. You see why you, verbal abuse is so harmful. longer had fellowship perfect fellowship he no longer they had no longer had he no longer had perfect communion he reflected the light the glory and I told you that garden this is the testimony when he placed them there when he planted them there that was the testimony of God's Glory. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Watch this. Watch this. Go, go to Isaiah. Isaiah 14. Perfect fellowship. Isaiah 14, 13 through 14. Amplify. Ooh. Isaiah chapter 14 at verse 13. And you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. One. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. Two. I will sit upon the mount of the assembly Three. in the uttermost north. Mm. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. Four. I will make myself like the most high. Five. He made his own grace. Hold on. All these things that he said he was going to do, that he wanted to do, all of them, ascend above, my throne, everything. What was the last one? I will make myself like God. I will make myself like God. And you will be just like God. I will make myself like God. He didn't say he will be God. He said I will make myself like God. Because he know God. There's nothing higher. Every other thing he tried to be higher or like. But this one thing. I will, he didn't say I'm going to be God. He said, I will be like God. So he was that bad, he would have said, I will be God. Because he knows there's nothing greater. He knows that there is nothing greater. Even in his sin, 
even in his fallen state, he know who God is. Just like the most of us. Oh my God. He told them, he told them, the devil, the devil did not tell them though this. He didn't tell them with this newfound knowledge that, that, by, that they just acquired. That it would be, listen, in direct rebellion against what God said. He didn't tell them that. Uh, just told them you're going to be like God. See, it's always what you want to hear. You don't want to know the consequences of your sin or your choices. He didn't tell them that. So when you slept with her or him, you didn't know they had HIV. See, you felt good, but you didn't understand the consequences. Or throw any other disease you want to put in there. Mm, mm, mm. He didn't tell them that. He didn't tell them the consequences of their actions if you eat this. Listen, by having their eyes open and their minds open, Satan was saying that they would be, listen, in agreement with God's will. And now you would have a revelation of don't touch and don't taste given to you, and now you will be able to say, as God says, this is good. Y'all ain't get it. Because it was the tree of the knowledge of Now you're going to be just like God. You're going to be able to say, this is good for my life. Not God's way. He was giving them the ability, and that's what they did. They chose. Ooh. Oh, y'all be, be careful what y'all say yes to. Okay. All right. All right. Hold on. Okay. Y'all getting something? He told them that. You're going you're to know what's good now because they didn't have any knowledge of what was good and evil. That's why I was called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You're going to be just like God. You're going to know now what's good and evil for you. You will be able to choose for you instead of being what God had told you. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. Just like one to keep your commandments. Okay, we don't do that one. Remember. Remember what he says in Genesis 3. Listen. The woman saw that it, listen. The woman saw that it, the tree was good. For food, right? Remember where the devil is, you will find the lust. I'm going to say it again. Where the devil is, you will find the lust of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, pinpoint y'all GPS right now. Then it was pleasant for the eyes. Said that's the lust of the eyes. Mm -hmm. Oh, watch this one. 
and is a tree to desire to make one wise. You will find the devil there. It is the pride of life. Did y'all hear that? Those are the three things the Bible says that are of the world. This is what was outside of Pergamum. This is what's outside of Walker Ministries. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. All right. All right. There are three things that the Bible says that are of the world. And we're right there. And Adam and Eve fell right into the temptation. This is the very point where sin entered into humanity at that one act and all of you you know that thing that you want to do that you know you shouldn't do that you find yourself doing that everybody everybody in here I'm be real to you. now we're no longer practitioners of it Oh, but you got the thought. Oh, oh, that, that apple is right there. Mm, that's the truth. That's the truth. All right. <laughs> I'm almost finished, y'all. We're going to be done in just a second here. Can y'all hold on? See, that's the one. See, that's the thing that he just, oh, my God. Mm, mm, mm. He's still, he ain't saying nothing new. Oh, the temptation is still there. Mm, mm, I told you, you were wanting to make choices. Mm, mm. But that wasn't his original intent, Adam and Eve. But I told you, that's how he got in. He appealed to their flesh. Mm. Didn't tell them the consequences. So, in closing, Pergamos was a victorious church, right? Right at the place of Satan's throne. Can you imagine what was going on right side, outside of the walls of the church? Yes, we can. I told y'all there's only one story. There's only one story. And you, saw, you found out where we are right now. This is the church. This is where we are. Everybody wants to say we lay Laodicea. Okay. See, but, okay. Okay, let me get there. Hmm. Can you imagine? I told you what was out there. Stay still a second. Imagine that you're the throne of Satan. Every detestable sin that you could think of. Every vile act. And God said, I'm going to plant a church. Right there. 46, 99, 99, Euclid Road. There it is. 23462. I'm going to place a pastor there. I got some sheep that need some tending. I'm going to place them right there, right above it. Right above it. Mm -mm. 
I told you what he told me a long time ago when we was in the other part over here. And, you know, we getting all mad at the church. I'm downstairs and, you know, we can't park and they got all these clients coming in and they like no women never come in. And, you know, and God stopped me right there. He said, stop. He said, same thing going on down there. It's going on up here. That's what he said. I oh, see, y'all don't want nobody to be real. He said, same thing going on down there. Rebellion is going on up here. Okay. All right. Thank you, Lord. But I guess we persevered. Okay, here we go. All right. Imagine that. So every detestable thing is you can think of, and God planted a church right there. That's what God does. You know, every once in a while, he tells the devil, I can take any real estate I want. He said, haven't you read that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof? <laughs> yeah, but then he's going to reply like some of us do. Yeah, but I'm the God of this world. Yes, you are the God of this world. And it's systems. But I'm the, the Lord, the earth right here is mine. And I can take the real estate. It's called real estate. The earth is the Lord's. It's the real estate. Real estate. All right. Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. So the earth, he said, it's mine. So I plant a church. I, he plants a church anywhere. It's his. The earth is his. Okay. I can plant a church anywhere. What brought this church to almost a point of collapse? What brought it to almost the point of collapse? So what did Jesus see? Because he said, I got this one thing. What did he see? Hold on. I'm going to help y'all. I'm going to help y'all what he saw. Revelation. Y'all all right? All right. Who's that? Hold on. I got you. I just got to look at his notes for a second here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Mm. So, what could bring this church almost to its collapse? What did Jesus see? What he saw. Okay. He said, I have one complaint. The church was guilty of false doctrine. And gross worldliness. Mm -hmm. The worldly church is guilty of doctrine of Balaam. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? It means that the corruption and the worldliness are within the church itself. It means a mixture of religion and worldliness. 
okay? And I said, they brought in the false doctrine. They brought in Balaam. Well, you know who he was. I'm going to show you this, but it was the doctrine of Balaam. And I said, it means that the corruption and the worldliness are within the church. It means it is a mixture of religion and worldliness. Come on. It is a mixture of religion and worldliness. Y'all see it? Balak, the Moabite king, reigning, listen, adjacent to Palestine, feared Israel. To protect the kingdom, he sought the services of Balaam, a prophet, to curse Israel. Imagine that. Y'all got we got to be careful, these prophets who are coming into the house of God. Yeah. <sighs> I see dangerous. It's dangerous. <sighs> to protect his kingdom. He sought the services of Balaam, a prophet, to curse Israel. When the kingdom first approached Balaam, Balaam refused, but he accepted the second offer. Three times Balaam cursed Israel, but with no result. When, listen, but then he conceived uh, an insidious plan. He would corrupt them. He suggested Moabite girls. To seduce Israel men. To intermarrying. Y'all know Solomon had Moabite too, right? All right? Watch this. Watch this, women. He suggested Moabite girls seduce Israel men to intermarry and to lead them to worship, listen, their adulterous gods, little g. And the scheme worked. As Israel through rooted and God became unequally yoked together with the worldliness and was that thereby, thereby they were corrupted. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Apparently, they had, it had happened in Pergamos, as I was telling y'all, right? Listen. This is what was going on. Some of it. This church had baptized some persons who had never repented and forsaken their ways of the world. They allowed, they allowed some of the worldly, listen, to teach in their church. You tell me you don't see this happening. I told you there's only one story. Do I call her name? <laughs> Listen to this. They had allowed the worldly to teach in the church. They had allowed a mixed membership of believers and unbelievers. Some were living in separate, listen, in separate lives or of holiness and uh, sacrificial commitment for the cause of Christ. Some were doing it right. And others were living worldly lives, seeking the pleasures and possessions of this world. 
God is so pleased. The result was tragic. There were those within the church committing fornication. That is all kind of sexual sins. I know you saw the guy on Facebook. The pastor. Okay, well, maybe you don't. That's good you don't. But this is what is being, this is what's happening. And he's having this type of relationship and he's married and he don't care. See, this is what, this is what we're doing. See, y'all? Oh, y'all in the right place. This was tragic. And those within the church committed fornication. Listen, all kind of sexual sins. And there were those practicing, listen, with drunken parties of the world. Even to the point of practicing, listen, in the feast of idolatries of worshiping. Y'all ain't ready. I told y'all. Y'all ain't ready. Here we go. I'm going to finish up here. Tell y'all a couple other things. I said that what Jesus saw at Pergamos was the serpent in the sanctuary. Have y'all ever seen that, that Catholic church and it has the serpent, but it looks like it's just architectural design, but you step back, you can see that it is a real serpent? Just saying. That's just a physical, you know, that you can see, but what he saw was the serpent in the sanctuary. Subtle. Corrupting. Just like, okay, this is what happened. He saw him in the sanctuary. What he saw him, he saw him winding himself around the hearts and the minds of some of the people. Not all. Not all. Some. Okay? This is what, see, this is what Jesus saw when he said, I got this one thing. Right. He saw, wow, God, some of the people in their minds that the enemy was whispering. To their ears and their ears and to their flesh. Okay. And here's what he was whispering. Revelation 2, 14. Read it again. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 14. Through 15. It says, nevertheless, I have a few things mm. against you. Mm -hmm. You have some people there who are clinging to the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to set a trap mm -hmm. and a stumbling block before the sons of Israel to entice them mm. to eat food that had been sacrificed to idols and to practice lewdness, giving themselves up to sexual vice. Mm. Mm. Verse 15. You also have some who in a similar way are clinging to the teaching of the Nicolaitans, mm. those corruptors of the people, which thing I hate. Okay. He said he hate this, the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. He said he hate this. That's a harsh, that's, I mean, he hate this. Mm, mm, mm. He said he hate the doctrines of the Nicolaitans, right? One of the things that was happening 
in Pergamum was the false teaching mm -mm. that was being brought in to the church that the people were feeding off of from somewhere else. They were listening to other preachers. They were listening to other doctrine and bringing it back to home base. It's okay to do yoga. It's okay to shake and bake. Kundalini. It's okay to create a doctrine, you know, called prosperity. It's okay for hyper grace. This is what you see now. I need y'all to wake up. This is what you see now. This is the same thing going on. Then and it's going on now. Okay. All right. This is what he said. I hate when they bring in false doctrine. I hate when they call it Christmas. That's not what he called it. Why are my people having trick or trunk and harvest night? Why, why are my people doing this? I hate what the Nickelodeons do. I hate what the Nickelodeons do. I hate what they do. That's what he's saying. How did it get in? Through other preachers. Satan himself has been disguised as a minister and angel. And, and so his minister also has been masquerading. He said, I hate when they do that. This is what the church is doing. Other preachers, they've been listening to other preachers. See, that's, why, that's why a lot of people confuse. Even confuse at Walker Ministry because I don't teach this other self-made stuff. And then this is what happens. A lot of people, this is, this is why people leave a ministry like this, because they don't want the truth. You know why? Because they've been putting their ears somewhere else. And now you haven't been in it long enough to discern what is good and acceptable will of God for your life. And we get caught up on personalities. Now, I want to hear what you're saying. A prophet, a real prophet, tell you get your life right. Purity. See, this is, this is what he said he hates. He said, I hate when they come in and manipulate you. False doctrine and teaching. Half the church is doing wicker. They're removing now. It's the goddess of heaven. Now she's moving into the church. Now I got to take my Bible and now I got to take all of the, the, the masculinity out of his name. God is a father. He's a father. 
See, this is, what they, this is what's happening to us. Wake up. Okay, I'm almost finished. Let's y'all. God said, I hate that. Listening to these other preachers. Than what you're being preached. If you're here, this is what he would have for you. So now they were going. After going out, listening to all this false stuff, and now what they were going to do, now they were coming in to their home base. And what happened when that happens? Now the people's hearts and their minds are divided. So, you know, when somebody mad at the pastor, he, what they do? They go and whisper to somebody else. I just need you to know. When you hear his voice. Because that's division. I don't care how many times you went out to dinner with him. That's division. See them? We're subtle. So when you listen to other doctrine, hey, let me got somebody for you to listen. Let's go on the internet. Let me got somebody for you to hear. This my new pastor now. You don't know him and he don't know you. I'm just chasing after a blessing. Okay, here we go. Mm. So when the person is like that, when they hear the other doctrine, they bring it in, it divides the people. Of what they were doing with the, Nic- uh, with the Nicolo- Nicolaitans here, what that doctrine that he hated is that they were telling the people, it's okay. It is okay. To teach these things. These other preachers were telling them it's okay. Listen, to touch the thing that God said not to touch. To drink the thing that God said do not drink. They were telling them it is okay. It was okay. It's okay. It's okay. To have sexual activities other than the covenant of husband and wife. They were telling them it's okay for male to be with male, to female to be with female. It's okay as long as you love them. I know you heard that. As long as you love them, it's okay. Mm, mm, mm. You know why it's okay? Because God's grace covers everything. This is what they were teaching them. You hear it today. The Episcopal Church. It's okay to be a bishop and have a husband and you're a man. It's okay. It's okay. As long as you love them. It's okay. 
So this is where the church is today. It's okay. See, you haven't been taught of the judgment seat of Christ. And he said, them that practice these things are outside. They're not getting in. Them that do those things will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. See? Of the doctrine. This is why false teaching is so critical. This is why you got to make sure that you hear and know the truth. Because God can only speak the truth. Amen? Amen. I'm going to let y'all go. She's just going to get me. Man, glory to God. Y'all stand to your feet. I got more. Can't stop right there. Thank you. Glory to God. I want to make sure we're in the right church. Make sure you're hearing the right thing. You hear the right thing, you can do the right thing. At least you have the choice to do it. <laughs> Amen? My God. Man, I don't talk. My voice is dry. Come on up here, man of God. <sighs> Look at that. He already had it. Built in. Glory to God. Glory to God. There we go. Heavenly Father, we just give you honor and praise. Father God, we thank you for the man of God. We thank you for the word that you placed in his mouth for our very lives. Glory to God. Father, we just thank you that you just would restore him, Father. Breathe on him again, Father. We thank you that everything he's poured out, you pour back into him, Father. Strengthen him, rejuvenate him, Father God. We thank you for just clarity of thought, Father God. We thank you for a soundness of mind. We come against any, any, any hex or any vex that could have been tried to place on him, Father God. We just thank you right now just for surrounding him, Father God, with your love, surrounding him with the prayers of the believers, Father God. We just thank you for every person that assembled here tonight, Father. We don't take it for granted. The fact that we can gather in safety. We thank you, Father God. We're not under gunfire. Father God, we thank you that we're not being persecuted right now, Father. So we take full advantage of the opportunity that's given to us, Father God. And we just thank you. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. We thank you for a safe passage as we leave this place, Father God. And we will remain in your presence. We thank you for a fresh and new experience with you. We thank you, Father God, just for getting to know you even more, Father. We thank you that you never grow stale. We thank you that you, <laughs> we never grow weary. We thank you, Father God, that we will always be zealous for the things of God and that our love and our desire for you will grow even more. So it's in your son's name we pray. Amen.